0: On this episode, we're going to talk about campaign structure on Facebook and the best way to maintain ROAS in this day's of volatility. Do stay tuned. Well, welcome to 2x e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kene, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So, an inbound marketing strategies as you beat Amazon. Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan i'm kane campbell let's get rolling if you're looking to grow your business there's only one way by building real quality customer relationships Most marketing software will claim they can do this, but will never deliver on their promises. You need to demand more from your marketing software. And that's where Klaviyo comes in. Klaviyo helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers, allowing you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. That is why 10,000 innovative brands have switched to Klaviyo what's the secret to building customer relationships tune into clavio's beyond black friday docuseries to find out and unlock marketing strategies you can use to keep momentum going year round just head over to clavio.com forward slash beyond bf for more that's clavio.com forward slash beyondbfcom This September across Europe, a new payment standard called Strong Customer Authentication or SCA will come into effect. Research carried out by Mastercard shows that a whopping 75% of online retailers across Europe are potentially unaware of SCA. SCA is a new regulatory requirement designed to help retailers and issuers make digital payments more secure. It is now up to retailers and their partners to overcome the challenge of the stressful checkout experience for online shoppers. SCA would allow for biometric technology and dynamic passwords to create a more secure and improved online shopping experience. MasterCard's Identity Check is fully compliant with SCA requirements and facilitates shopping experiences we can all trust. This will allow us to securely pay online using features such as our fingerprints. To find out more on Identity Check, visit MasterCard.com. That is MasterCard.com. Hi guys, welcome to the Two X Ecommerce Podcast Show. I'm your host Kune Campbell, and this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. If you haven't already joined our Facebook group, um, it is amazing, amazing. Of course, you'd think you'd hear, you'd expect me to say it's amazing, but in on um, on, on, on on a on a on. On a more serious note, it is amazing. Um, I'm meeting a lot of you folks and, you know, um, I'm getting into in-depth conversations and some of the feedback you're giving me is um, driving me to um, run spontaneous um, webinar, well, live live videos, live streams, which end up sometimes here on the podcast. Um, so, and some of the podcast episodes you listen to here on the podcast well, I said podcast twice, but some of those episodes actually um, are aired live streamed in the Facebook group. Um, so, look, let's let's connect if if you can, and um, if you're listening to this and you don't know about the group, let's connect on Facebook. Um, the fastest way to get to the Facebook group is um, Bitly forward slash e commerce fb. So just go Bitly b i t dot l y slash e-commerce fb and you will be taken to that um you know to 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 the group you'll be redirected to the group or just search for e-commerce growth accelerator on facebook and it should pop up in in the results under the groups tab um without further ado today's episode was actually a live stream um from um in the group and um and think a, a member by the name of Alex, Alex asked um, a question around, you know, couldn't they, um, how does he maintain, um, you know, ROAS return on advertising spent, spend all through the summer, you know, all, all through the holidays, or even better, improve his return on advertising spend on Facebook. And I just thought that um, the medium of, you know, writing a comment, you know, very, very, very long-form comments would not have done him justice. So I you know, um, did what I do best, um, fired off my webcam, um, hit Facebook Live, and I just started talking, giving my opinion for over 24 minutes. Um, so some of um, what I say on this episode is uh, actually has reference um, illustration. So the best way to consume this content really would be to head over to e-commerce Growth Accelerator and consume the content and actually watched the live stream video it's it's one of the top you know videos um for the month of june or one of the last ones i've done for the month of june um, so um drumroll or before drumroll what else do we want to talk about um, i'd like to give a shout out to um both sponsors of this podcast clavio and mastercard europe um, they are supporting this show i appreciate it um, and yeah thank you thank you so much um, and if you have any questions the best way to do it is to join the group and interact with me enjoy this episode you know you might have follow-up questions I expect to get follow-up questions and you know um, I'll catch you later hey guys it's canne this is pretty random and um, I um, I just want to sort of cover Facebook advertising um, with you um so my shirt stayed actually um, carrying my child, my son, putting him to bed. But um it's it's 10 o'clock UK time and I thought, okay, let me talk about how I structure my Facebook ads campaigns. Facebook ads campaigns I run um deliver anything from five to twenty x. and but I'm very, very picky on the kind of accounts I work with. They they have to be some fundamentals. And if those fundamentals are not ticked, I I just don't touch those, you know, accounts. Um, Obviously, I don't touch anything regarding dropshipping. I work with brands, you know, brands that have kind of like an organic following. So brands that have managed to build a following and genuinely deliver value. Um, You have to have something I can work with. And then I I sort of, you know, more or less amplify your success, you know, Facebook ads. But this is not a pitch at all. Um, this is more like a response to, um, to, to a post. Um, someone actually reached out to me and was asking me how, um, to structure ad campaigns. And I just thought, um, you know, um, dropping a comment up on, um, Facebook would, it's not the best of mediums, um, to sort of explain, you know, how to actually do it. So I put some slides together, um, and I want to kind of teach, just explain my take on um, on ads, on ad setup, on, um, it's, it's not fixed. It's very dependent. I was talking to a tennis instructor yesterday about like training my son and I was, um, you know, giving him the whole ClickFunnels, you know, um, pitch. And, uh, you know, I don't do ClickFunnels, by the way. And uh, I was like, you know, you know you could be an expert, you know, essentially, you know, um by you know teaching a broader audience. And he was like, you know what, it doesn't really work that way, um, in a sense that everybody has a different technique, everybody has some sort of custom features or custom um custom features or or um things unique to them that um he has to sort of tweak and pretty much pretty much build on or um, pretty much sort of diminish understanding. It's all about understanding the weaknesses and your strengths. And there is no one size fit all. you know, in terms of campaign setups and things change dynamically in the ad auction anyway. So you've, you've got to be really careful on how you, um, on the kind of advice you take essentially. Anyway, what I'm going to do is I'm going to share my, uh, my screen with you. You should be able to see my screen, and I'm going to just talk you through, you know, um, standard Facebook ad structure, you know, um, and I'm going to take you through some nuances. Yeah. Okay. So, um, these are some guidelines. Ignore this. Um. So first things first. I I pretty much look at um, you know the product and the business background, as I alluded to earlier, things like you know average order value. You know, what's your average order value? Anything on hundred dollars is mostly typically um, an impulse purchase, um, and there's a different um, there's a different execution path if you know um, you're selling fifty box items or even sixty box items, and then there's a different execution path if you're doing you know one hundred to to five hundred dollars. Um, obviously the um, the sales um, the sales funnel is longer. Sales cycles are longer, and you know, five hundred plus definitely sales cycles are longer, and sometimes it may require um, a human to actually close on it, or a lot of um, persuasive videos to so close on a five hundred, you know, plus, you know, account. Um, but you should always have, you know, uh, a human, you know, to, to back up um, your your sales pitch. Um, the other thing I also look at is CLV, um, so and you know, purchase frequency. You know, and you want to probably look at um, a twelve to eighteen month period. That's what I look at. You could look at a twelve to twenty-four month period, but I want to see how much your business is, on average, making from most customers. You know, um, over a period, do they do, are they repeat customers and how frequently do they come? Reasons being that um, we can lose money on the first um, set of ads. We could. It's not ideal, but it all depends. So if like you know you are um, you know you're going to be making. Um, say thirty bucks every other month, or um, one hundred dollars every, you know, three months from this customer. It's a different approach if you know you're just going to, you know, sell a two hundred dollar product and then never, you're never going to hear back from them again. So, so all that dictates the strategy and the path you're going to take. Um, along with that, um, you also need to look at like the Facebook ad history. You know, the ad account history is so super important, and it will dictate you know um, what sort of audiences you're going to target initially. And um, what sort of creatives you're going to put? You know, um, you know, I'm ahead of you. So all of these um, really, really, um, you need to take these into account before you 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 you, um, you set up an account. You could have very high AOV, um, no history of CLV for a new product, and you know you're, you're pretty much um, you know going in um, with a lot of unknowns. So you, you need to serve, you know try and get these figures in, and that's why. You know, um, I tend to prefer to, to work with established accounts because we, we get the numbers and we know exactly what path we're going to take. Now, top of funnel is... So, so basically, you know, accounts are pretty much in three stages uh, for the most part. You have top of funnel, mid-funnel, and um, you have you know bottom of funnel. Top of funnel largely are called audiences. Um, so what you want to do in top of funnel... So audience targeting, well... Um, from from what I've noticed and what I realized is um, for a for, for any campaign, um, for any sort of account or any kind of business, you really want to try, you know, interest and behavior targets, you know, and you want to put them to, you know, you want to really target the five hundred thousand, you know, plus. That's what I do, and I've seen terrific results off the back of that. Um, prior in the past, I tried much smaller audiences and scaled up those smaller audiences to bigger audiences, but now. With most of the accounts I have, that have history. You know, you want to try 500,000 and big, wide. Um, there's less of a chance of audience overlap. You just go for it, and um, you're testing really essentially. Um, from a, another perspective, I also go for LA, um, lookalike audiences. Um, I tend to just do purchase and CLV if there's history, and um, I could put all the LLAs in or lookalike audiences and CLV lookalikes in a single um, campaign, all my campaigns are CBO. By the way, because you know, come September it's going to be CBO, so I just don't kid myself, right? So it's LLA um, purchase. I could, you know, work with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven to ten percent. Sometimes I could go to twelve or even fifteen with um, with, with third party tools, but I I tend to just go test the, you know, test all these audience, you know, audiences. Um, However, um, you you need to create rules, you know, in place, but I'm not going to talk about that now. Um, And then um, for very established campaigns, you know, campaigns that have been running, um, that's got a lot of spend, you know, in them accounts that have a lot of spend in them, um, I'll just go broad, you know, um, but I just don't go broad, blind broad. I go broad um, by gender, and then I put some age, you know, um, you know age, uh, I then segment by age and then I split it out within the CBO campaign and see what works. Um, in regards to objectives, um, as I said, it's dependent on account age, you know, ad auction, creative fatigue, and seasonality. Now, when I mean account age, obviously, how old is the account? How much have they spent? Um, the ad auction in terms of like, um, you know, what is going on on Facebook? Is there volatility at the moment on Facebook? Like the whole of... Um, the, the month of May, there was a lot of volatility. Um, if there's a lot of volatility, I, um, I tend to be more cautious. If there's no volatility and things are really going well, you know, I would decide that, okay, I want to go for landing page views. You know, um, so now that um, there's sustainability, um, top of funnel, I'm going for landing page views. <clears throat> but like in May, I had to cut down on landing page views and I just focused on purchase, um, because I didn't want, you know, spend to just go to waste because it's top of funnel. These are largely cold audiences, right? Um, sometimes I optimize for review content because I'll show you how my mid-funnel um, campaigns are set up. Sometimes I just go for, for view content. I mix and match, you know. So with the beauty about CBO is um, you can change objectives within um, the ad sets running within the, the CBO, which is quite good. So you can have a purchase, you know, focus CBO. But um, within the the ad sets, you could have, you know, some focused on VC. For me, really, at this stage, it's all about eyeballs. And that's the first thing I should have said. It's all about eyeballs. It's all about generating as many view content events as possible. But sometimes one thing you need to look at is your outbound click to view content ratio. So if so in some accounts, I would have, this is just hypothetical, I have 100 um, outbound clicks. And then I'll have three hundred, you know, view content. So that's a one-two-three, fantastic. Now, if I'm getting sort of like the reverse, where I get for every one hundred outbound clicks, I'm getting only sixty view content. There's a problem. I pause that 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 ad set. It. It's, it's it's Facebook is just sending me crap, you know, view content traffic. So you need to really look at the metrics. As I said, there's no right answer it's there's a lot of tweaking involved, but you don't need to do it daily per se. you need to look at you know look at things from a three day viewpoint, you know, five day viewpoint and seven day viewpoint that's that's why I look at it I look at three, five, seven, fourteen, and thirty, right But top of the funnel really is about accumulating as many view content events and some of those view content events will will filter into add to to cart and others would you know um, would would convert to to initiate checkouts and others will you know um, eventually you know convert to to purchase but my objective top of funnel is getting traffic through to my site quality traffic that that is through testing so as I said you know audience targeting is um, interest lookalikes and I go broad you know essentially um, so what do creatives look like top of funnel? Um, so if I'm selling a high AOV product, I really want to educate the market. Um, I really want to give a lot of value. For me, the holy grail of advertising, of, of advertising is your creative. Advertising is creative. Um, the holy grail, right? You um, have to get, you know, you have to get a, you know, your creatives right. And that's another sort of filtering thing, um, filtering um, mechanism I put for um, the kind of, um, you, know, um, you know, accounts I work with. If, if there's no creative, you know, machine in the background or they do not want to invest in creatives I recommend, then I kill it. So basically, um, you want to go for 60 seconds and you want to sort of go for different ad angles. And um, I go for two or three variations of ad angles. You know, you need to really understand... Um, the benefits of the product and drill it in in a story format, um, or whether it's instructional, you need to really educate the market. I'm, I'm going for um, that customer education, you know, um, approach. Really think about Dollar Shave Club that video that launched, you know, their brand. You know, you need to think really, really, really hard and test various top of funnel you know, um, directives. Sometimes I'll brainstorm with founders for, you know, um, for hours on end, you know, obviously in, in Sprouts, you know, where I just don't go hours and hours and hours, but we just, you know, try, we, we, we flash out, you know, different other angles. I really want to understand the product. You know, what are they selling? Have they missed anything in, in their sales pitch so far to the, um, to the market? What house competition actually selling it? I have a personal video person on board, who um, who is a brilliant guy? He does a lot of videos, um, but it's really down to storyboarding these videos and getting as much um, as much, you know, as as, as many benefits um, as possible. Um, you're not talking specifically about the features, but you're talking about the transformation in people's lives. You're convincing them that your product is a game changer. Um, for fashion, it gets a bit tricky um, with fashion because fashion is very subjective, you know, in a way. And um, for fashion, you may not need 60-second videos. Um, you may need, you know, um, you may need 30-second videos. You may need longer. Um, it really depends on fashion. But if you're solving if it's a painkiller product, you need to educate the market and you, you need to... Work with variations and change your creatives. So what I do with top of funnel is um, I try and get before I wear out creatives or thoroughly research creative. I try and get one million, you know, um, video views, Facebook video views, which really is, is three seconds, you know. In in that respect, I try and get a million, you know, up to a million, um, you know, views. Um, sometimes I would um, use the same video, create, you know, slight variations of it and maybe hit 500,000 or 400,000. But it's still the core video, but with certain things changed. And, um, you know, when you accumulate all the variations of that video, it's still going to hit 1 million. Um, <clears throat> the reason is I am trying to get as much eyeballs, as I said, to the website. So you connect it back to what I was talking about here with the interest um, you're, you're, you're getting into the market. And what I want is low CPMs. I get a lot of low CPMs um, because I want to convert those CPMs to outbound clicks. And I want those outbound clicks to actually view lots of pages on my site. And if like the creatives I I push out there do not convert to outbound clicks and do not convert to view content, there's something wrong Essentially. Um so once you do that, um you for for low AOV products, um I try and go for more impulse purchase um video content, which is like buy now, buy now, buy now, buy now. Um but um for um for for high AOV products, um you I, I tell that story, I drive them to the traffic and I get them to settle down and <clears throat> the the um, the primary objective here, also besides the view content, is I get their email address. So we have an exit intent, you know, so sort of email collection um, and pop off that comes up on on the sites, and um, that just gets emails, and then we track it. You know, what's the cost, you know, per per email um, from 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 these ads? It's really really important. And somewhere in between, you could, you know, um, between the high AOV and the low AOV, that's like the 60 to one nine nine value. You could, you know, use a combination of both tactics, which is, you know, um, 60 second educative videos versus, you know, um, straight up sales. Um, one channel I like to, you know, take a lot of cues from is QVC. Um, I love looking at QVC because, um, QVC go for the straight sale. They, they have, um, urgency and scarcity, you know, just looped into each other. And, um, that's what you do for impulse purchase purchases, you know. Um, sometimes you just need a squeeze page for impulse purchases um, uh, because all you're trying to do is squeeze the sales, right? You're trying to get them to just work with squeeze pages really for your for your impulse purchase. For you your high OV, think about the brand, the brand experience, trust is most important. That's what we do top of funnel. Now, mid-funnel really for me is, you know, people who have interacted with me, Either on site or um, on Facebook. And so with on site, um, you know, the audiences I create, uh, you know, website visits up to 180 days. I create segments 180, 90, 180, 90 60, 30, 7. Um, view content, same thing. Add to cart, same thing. Um, I see. But sometimes I just put a blankets, 180. CBO campaigns, as usual. For Facebook um, <clears throat> engagements, Facebook and Instagram engagements, there are many, you know, targets and options. There's video views, there's um, page post, um, you know, um, engagement. You you want to get as many on Facebook, um, you know, um, interactions or audiences as possible. Um, there, 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 there are lot, there are a ton, there are a ton of them. I have some notes here it's, uh, it's not here. But um somewhere somewhere. Um but there, there are a ton. You know, there are a ton of there um, you can target, you know, people who've liked your page, you can target people who've you know commented, um, who've engaged with your page, um, target people who've viewed um, videos on your page, you can target um, people who've messaged your page, you know, you could put all those into audiences basically in a CBO audience. Um and, and um, finally, also, I, I look at um, email and my CLV list. With um, Klaviyo, it's super easy to integrate your, your email list. Um, my CLV list, um, I use third-party apps, and sometimes I use Klaviyo, and other times I will use um, an export um, from my email, email platform. Um, then midfunnel again, um, lookalikes, but I look at the 1% lookalikes I' am very very picky of just purchasing and CLV. Remember these people this group of people have interacted with you in the past you know and my objective now is I want to make a sale I'm not thinking ATC I'm not thinking view content. I just want to make a sale that's it. so um, <clears throat> with that being said, um, what do your creatives look like mid funnel well for me it's brief, sweet. And, you know, Ponchi, remember what we did in the 60 second videos and top of funnel? Well, I ship all the benefits there and I create 15 second versions of each and every benefit that's been mentioned plus extra. And um, I, I just have them as ad creators mid funnel. Um, I also use image ads. Um, I use carousels a lot. Carousels work, no, no canvas ads work, uh, work so well. Um, I don't do anything fancy with the Carousel ad. I just do the sell product, you know, template for Carousel ads, for Canvas ads, sorry. And, um, you know, with the 15-second, this is why I give my video guy. Um, I want aspect ratio of one-to-one and four-to-five for obviously the 60-second videos. I could have, you know, um, variations of those for the 15-second videos, but I try and get to stories. I create um, an individual um, campaign, um, complete campaign, for IG and Facebook stories. Um, And I also do, I also make sure that, um, you know, this vertical, um, you know, ads videos are, you know, in their faces. Reason why is because it takes up a lot of real estate on their phones. Um, So mid funnel is so important and it's brief. And you're just, you know, reminding people who know about you that, you know, we are selling this stuff. Don't forget you know you, you know it's payday now, come and get it. Finally, bottom bottom of funnel this is strictly a shopping campaign. If you look at if you, but I do mine differently. You know, what I do is I only target view content and I only target add to, add to cart now. Um, and they're segmented by days. This is very important. I segment by three days. If you could see my screen here, um, four to seven days, then I do seven days. I do 8 to 14 days, 15 to 30 days, 30 to 60 days, 61 to 90 days. And do I do in? I don't do 90 days plus. So it's it's really, really segmented. And then I look at my data after like 30 or 45 days to see what to turn off and what to turn on. And funny enough, the one that's worked the best has been seven days view content. It's it's crazy. And that's in some accounts. Um, then um, I also sometimes drop an incentivized, um, you know, incentivized, um, um, you know, creatives or, or ad sets, you know, on there. Um, it's purchase only obviously because it's um, it's the dynamic product ads. Now, one thing you should and must do with the dynamic ads, a lot of people make this stupid mistake, which is they just use carousel, catalog sale ads, which are, you know, the, the, um, the cad ads, you know, carousel ads. This is... Freaking ridiculous, don't do that. For your creators for bottom of funnel, use single image ads, use canvas ads, a ton of canvas ads. I use three canvas ads, and then also use carousel ads and um, test your messages. Test, test, test your messages. And off the back of this, with this kind of setup, with the right brand, I'm seeing like 7, 7x seven on a normal day, You know, 10x on a good day, and on sales periods, which I would, you know, publish another, uh, I'll uh, record another episode for, you know, on good sales days, we're looking 18, 20 X. I've done 23 X. I shared a case study on some Facebook groups. And, and that's just off the back of a terrific brand doing the, the thing well, and um, also a well, well-structured funnel, a well-structured funnel. Um, folks, if you have any questions, um, leave it below. I hope I've dropped some value I'm going to end this. But um, yeah, thank you. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week.